Welcome back, everybody. New episode, Hold My Bread, live in the studio, second take. I didn't have enough energy in the first take. This is take two. This is how it's done. Yo, 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 what up, breadheads? Come on out, join the gluten gang. It's your boy, Joel Walkowski, hold a, host of Hold My Bread, the soon-to-be million-dollar <laughs> podcast. As of today, it is Hold My Bread, the $862.28 podcast. Hell yeah. Amarin doing work. AMD doing work. Uh, we're live in the studio. We're recording in our Wall Street location. We are uh, a pod about town. We record in all kinds of different places. Um, but we're back in the studio. We have a guest, uh, our second guest ever. And we asked him for a pseudonym, and he said it was Xavier. Right? That's what you said? Yeah, that's, that's that great. is a pseudonym. I that's promise. great. No, that's yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love it. Xavier. Yeah, he's bald. He's in a wheelchair. Yeah, he <laughs> loves the X-Men. <laughs> he's got mind control. Um, I yeah, am a professor. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Are you really? <laughs> no, damn. No, not really. You could have lied and said you were. Nobody he's riffing. You know. You're not the only one. He's not the only one allowed to do stocks. I'm sorry. We're not the only ones allowed to make jokes. That's true. It's true. My I'll bad. The comedy, if you want. <laughs> no, no, no. Please jump in. Yeah. Um, in exciting news. Matt's a little tired today because he slept with one of his clients from his tour guide job. Hey, Brazilians. Well, it's a hell of a thing. Multiple Brazilians. I didn't sleep with all of them though. But some? Some of them. Some of them. Some of the flag. Some? More than one. One of them. One of them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, congratulations. He t- Joel texted me and was like, do you want to ride into the studio together? And I was like, I'm already in Manhattan, my dude. Uh, so, no big deal. Yeah, we're not allowed to leave Bushwick, actually. Yeah, I mean, it was. I told her, I was like, actually, can I? It's the, once the sun went down, I asked, can I hide out here? I didn't ask to stay over. I just, can I, can I hide out in your apartment? Did you bring them to the party you went to last night? No. So you just dipped out, then went back? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's a baller move for a one-night stand. What are you going to do? They're Brazilian, you know? They don't know. Um, <laughs> okay. So... Man, then those big butts don't lie. And that is our weekly hello to Gabby's parents. Every time we yeah, talk about yeah. vulgar, we give them a shout out. My girlfriend's parents listen; they're big fans. Yeah, I'm sure they're nice. Yeah, they're lovely I mean, people. If I was dating your daughter, you'd be a fan of me, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah they're great. Yeah. I'm six three and I have a job. What more can you ask for? All right, fine, marry her. Oh, boom! <laughs> you, heard, you heard that, Rick? Yeah, you, Gabby, somewhere just per- perked up real hard. <laughs> yeah. Well, we did just get a deposit for an apartment, so she's double perking up. What? I thought you what? We rented an apartment like a oh, second right, ago. Oh right, right, right. You meant like you rented an apartment. Yeah, I thought for some reason I was like, you have an apartment, don't you know this? You fool. Dude, I I won my dispute with my la- my management company. My my building they flooded my unit, and on they, purpose. On accident. They, oh. they, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were on some seven plagues. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah. They flooded me. They filled it with frogs. <laughs> they took my firstborn actually. <laughs> There's lamb's blood all over your door for no reason. <laughs> no, they filled my apartment with like six inches worth of water, and they're like, we're not going to pay for it. So I sued them. It's so easy to sue someone. Is that true? Yeah. First lawsuit. It literally, between the last episode and this episode, it's over. No, they want to settle, and we were in disputes. But I've been sending some baller emails to them. They're like, let's settle. So I gave them like two grand worth of receipts. And um, I think they know they're going to lose the case because like a landlord hasn't won a case in New York courts in like three years. <laughs> So yeah, I'm, and on a soon episode, I'll be suing Matt. Yeah, okay. we're gonna sue each other. It's gonna be an episode we've never sued before, so we're gonna do some litigation. My sister's in law school, so I just have to wait for her to catch up, and then we're gonna beat your ass. Shouts to Tiffany. Shout out to Tiffany, <laughs> aka Taylor. <laughs> Tiffany Badkiss, Roy Hibbert's number one fan. <laughs> um, yeah. Do you have Do you have any basketball affiliations? 
Uh, yeah, I'm a Nets fan. Oh, uh, okay. Gross. Oh, nice. I was their most valued season ticket holder for a long time. He wanted Before cruise. they raised the prices. Before they raised the prices. Uh, when, nice. they, when they were terrible, like the Quincy AC era, when they were just like all 12th men, I went to every game. I was a season ticket holder. And to reward me for going to so many games, they fixed every competition. So I got, I won. Wait, did you get to actually like be on the court and do that stuff? Yeah, I got to shoot from half court. I always wanted to. I I won a contest where I got it was '90s night, so I got to watch the game from underneath the basket on the Snick couch. Were you near um, Mr. Whammy? Oh, I'm not a big Mr. Whammy you don't fan. Like him? No. Why not? Because he doesn't go to unimportant games. He only goes to like the big ones, and it's uh-huh. like Mr. Whammy's clearly retired. He's a 70 year old man. Of course. Jake Head took a picture of Mr. Whammy, and he was super excited about it. Jake Head is the next Mr. Whammy. Oh, my God, you're right. He's just a guy who takes on the Nets to accentuate his personality. Yeah. It's like a jacket he takes off when he goes home. Yeah. And Mr. Mr. Whammy has a a rivalry with LeBron James. I did not know that. Yeah, LeBron has had Mr. Whammy escorted out of games before. (laughs) In a Nets game? Yeah. You can do that? If, if you're LeBron, LeBron yeah. yeah. If Damn. you're if you're LeBron, you can do anything. LeBron gets LeBron. shook by a seventy year old man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid I'm afraid of him. So Ooh. as much as I would love to sit here talk about Brooklyn Nets basketball all day, we are here to talk about options yeah, trading. Yeah, we teased it last episode. This is our options episode. Uh, you're an options trader. Is that what you do exclusively, or do you other you do other stuff? No, I'm on a desk that specifically just trades options. Ah, okay. Yeah, that's all we do. Cool, nice. So, do you... We, when you say you're on a desk, is that like you're on the floor or... So, I'm at a bank, and basically banks are comprised of teams, essentially. And there is a trading floor, but it's not like the trading floor when you think of the NICE. It's just a giant floor where everyone trading different things kind of just sits together and... You know, the people you're closer to or the thing are the people that trade similar products and the people you're farther away from just trade different products. How, how many teams are there total? That's honestly really hard to say. It kind of just depends on how you group them. In just derivatives alone, equity derivatives, which is itself like kind of a niche thing, there's six. So then there's more if you just look at stocks. Uh, and then there's even more if you're looking at fixed income. And the, I mean, it, it can get pretty massive. But like the people that I think about like every day and talk to, six teams. Okay, huh, okay. Makes yeah. sense. And if you're someone like Matt who doesn't know much, um, what is an equity <laughs> derivative? An equity derivative, well, a derivative is an asset that derives its value based on an underlying asset, like a different asset. So I trade options on stocks and indices. So an option is a derivative that derives its value on a specific stock or an index like the S&P 500 or something. Okay, so something else makes money and then it gets the money from another product's efforts or successes? Well, it's more of something else has a value, and because of that thing has a value, this other thing also has a value. So like uh, yeah. like if a, if a pimp's girls are doing good, he is a derivative. Kind of. Oh. Yeah. He's kind of directly <laughs> managing them. So okay. He is the business. Yeah, he's the CEO. Yeah. All right, fair. <laughs> but if you're, look, if you're like, if you get money from the pimp, for example, like you're like a side girl or something, and that that could change based on how much money he makes from them. Oh, so your like, income is a derivative of that. Oh, oh so it's like a pimp's yeah. girlfriend is the derivative, the one he's got back home. Yeah. Most likely the side hustle. She gets the runoff. Yes. So if he's doing better, she gets more and so on. Yeah, so when business is good for him, that means she gets, you know what I mean, more money for her. Come, It all trickles down. Yes. 
Hell yeah. Man, that's that, that's the best joke going this week with all the fires in California, which are going to make we're going to invest heavily in uh, Pacific Gas and Electric on Monday when the stock goes a little bit lower. Yeah. Right. What do but, you think? Do you know? Are you know? Are you aware of this? I mean, I know about the fires. Right. Uh, Pacific Gas and Electric. We talked about in the last episode, but they're pretty responsible for the whole disaster, and so their stock tanked hard. Yeah, they're but, down from like sixty dollars a share to six dollars a share. Oh, yeah. Really? And there's yeah. there. Their entire leadership's been like giving each other like bonuses. It's a really great place for them to work, but they didn't do some basic stuff like burying power lines. Yeah, and so they're probably going to be just... ousted, but they're going to be bailed out. So you can, you know, the value of like a utility company That's serving like that many people sort of is worth more than six dollars. Right, share. it's going to cost more money for them to. It would be cost more money for them to come in and replace that with a whole new system than to just be like, all right, you fucked up. We'll we'll, we'll fix it. Instead of just covering it with dry leaves, bury it in the ground. Okay, so you you work on this floor. There's six different teams. Is there like a net? Are there any natural rivalries? In Do you have those a nemesis? Distinctions? No, not really. To be honest, um, there's people I don't like, but ah, it doesn't yes. mean we, we, you know we all work for the same goal, right? So you know we all making wanna... that pape. Yeah, exactly. So Hell, like, that's, yeah. that's what, we're all here for the same thing. Yeah, and you know we might complain like, oh, you don't understand what we do because. We just assume everyone understands what we do, uh-huh. but they don't, no. and we don't understand what they do either. Right. But we all like each other, I guess. That's cool. But yeah, no rivalries. Yeah, and you are like the ultimate Wall Street guy. You're strolling in here. You got the Patagonia on. Hell I appreciate yeah. you dressing them part today. I didn't even notice that. It's not a vest, though. I yeah, that's true. Vest the vest Saturday. is like a special occasion. Well, it's, it's actually just a work thing. Like, if I ever wear a vest on like a Saturday night... Like that's bad. This I is the think. this is the weekend Patagonia. Yeah, I, I got sleeves. So <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's great. Yeah. I don't own a Patagonia yet. One of these days we're gonna. Own that's both. our goal for this episode. If we don't make a million dollars, at least we can get a Patagonia vest. Yeah, I w- Yeah, that's what I should have been for Halloween. What were you for Halloween? Did you dress up? Yeah. Uh, well, not yesterday. I went to a Halloween party yesterday, but I didn't dress up. Okay. But last week I went to a Halloween party and I was a priest. Oh, ah, okay. Yeah. Nice. Heck so yeah. I we're... carry around a Bible all night. That's cool. Yeah. Did you did you like pray for anyone or anything? I did give some people blessings. Yeah. Oh yeah. Do you have holy yeah. water? That's a good. Oh, I should have had. Oh, that would be no, good. No, I didn't. Just, yeah. just a Bible. Flick holy water in them hose, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I bless the hose. That's what I was doing. Yeah, I you... wasn't dressed like a priest. I was dressed like a banana, but I was still doing it. That's good too. <laughs> yeah, he dressed like a banana and did comedy. I did. At yeah, a there's club a club in New York while dressed as a banana. Did any other comics on the lineup the wear host, costumes? The host did. Uh, Louisa was dressed up like uh, Hagrid from Harry Potter, and Ellen was dressed up like um, she was like a beach bum. She had like sandals and a zinc on her nose. Zinc. Oh, I'm an old man. Um, yeah, I did stand up as a in, as a banana. The crowd loved it. But my opening joke they didn't love, because I, I, I'm clearly a banana, so I walked up on stage and I went, hey everybody, can anybody guess what I am? That's right, I'm Jeffrey Epstein's murderer. And they didn't like it. Yeah, that's not good. It's pretty that's, good! No, I think it's a weak, if you just said plantain, that would be like a better joke. Well, you weren't there, so. Yeah, I hope you guys find me appealing. No, well, and I was like, it's time for me to split, and then I did the splits and I got off stage. You can't do the splits. You're right. <laughs> no way. You're right. I can I, touch my toes. I, yeah, everyone can. You can't you, touch can your you touch toes. toes. I mean, yeah. Like you, standing up? Yeah. Yeah, oh, I, maybe not. Do it right I, now. Absolutely. Touch your toes. Yeah, he did it. He did it. He did it. I look like a real I, fool. He did do it. I touched, yeah. the, I touched my toes. I touched the floor. I'm I'm such a better athlete than you, Matt. <laughs> How many basketball championships you have? <laughs> okay, so in in the hierarchy of Wall Street, which teams have the most have the most prestige? Is it options? I mean, obviously, I'm going to say it, even if it's not true. But it's going to be true. if you look at kind of where, you know, 
the teams that kind of generally do earn the most revenue, those are the option teams. For well, sure. you guys are like, it's like skydiving. You guys are like, that's like high risk, high rewards shit. Certainly. Yeah. Is yeah. the risk as high as like other trades though? Because you're not putting down as much money initially to make your moves, are you? Well, the thing is you can, but you know, if you buy a stock or whatever versus an option and you spend the exact same amount of money, you're probably not going to lose all the money in the stock. The stock's not going to zero, most likely. Right. That unless option, it's movie pass. Unless, yeah, it's, unless it's movie pass. Unless it's my lithium company that I put $850 <laughs> into last year. So those notwithstanding, if you buy an option and spend 850 bucks, you could lose that like in an hour or a week or whatever. Like, what you, determ- just, you can just lose it all. What determines the, how quickly you, lo- you would lose it? Like, how would you lose it in an hour? Is what, it would, all? what would have to happen for that to be gone that quickly? Well, it... It kind of depends which option you buy. Basically, all that really matters in an option is if it finishes in the money, as we call it. Mm-hmm. So, and if it doesn't finish in the money, then you just lose all your money. So, if right. you buy an option that expires, say in an hour, and then the stock doesn't go up or down or do what you need it to do, that's it. You're done. Right. So I've done that before. I I bought one option. I bought an AMD option. To I can't remember. Like, well, that's we're gonna talk about this later. But I put in a call and all that. We'll talk about that in a bit. But I, I bought an option to go up and it didn't move at all and it was just like $40 gone. Yeah, I've finished in the money before and the hardest part was getting the barista to accept that later on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there's a shout out to Gabby's parents again. Hey, how you doing? I ejaculate. Uh, (laughs) From time to time. It's been known to happen. Yeah. Um, And I kind of see options like just reading up like it seems like equivalent to like futures betting in sports. Kind of. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you're betting. That's also derivative. You think about it, right? Yeah. It derives its value based on something happening, like on the field, right? Like, you're betting on who's going to win the Super Bowl. Like, that matters. What happens every week? So that's going to like kind of change its value. Yeah, and that changes the lines every week. And right. is that kind of a similar model to how like the options model works? I definitely use sports betting as like um, an analogy to try to explain options to people sometimes. So for I'll be sure. perfect for Joel. You're, yeah. Joel's a professional gambler. Yeah, I am. The, I go. do. Yeah, I do like little videos for sports books, making my picks every week, nice. and they are terrible. I have been hemorrhaging money all year. That's like most sports betters. So Absolutely. Yeah. It's impossible. <laughs> yeah, that's why he's a professional. <laughs> like, when I started, I made like a couple grand immediately, and now I just lose money all the time. That's how they get you. Yeah. Every you get, time. You get that first buzz, but they sponsor my video, so I make the money back, so it all works out. Break even. Absolutely. Um, what um, what was the have you seen any big like I guess I'm assuming not with the company but have you ever seen a personal like huge loss from anybody? I mean I've seen some pretty crazy posts online about people that you know trade options and they lose four hundred thousand dollars in a couple days. Oh, I mean definitely. Yeah, that's like the best part. We yeah. love reading this stuff. <laughs> like when the market tanks or something, you know. You'll always see like some hedge fund blew out or some idiot posted on Reddit like, I lost all my money and this, I can't believe this happened. And if you're someone like me who actually kind of gets it, you're like, yeah, th- you're this like, is an obviously option. you're gonna lose your money if you're doing this. Like, like you're just co- completely misunderstanding the risks. Right. We make fun of those people all the time. That's work. great. So and, you like, and it seems like if you go to like the Reddits for trading, that it, it's a lot of like options trading. There's a specific Reddit that Wall Street I read. bets. Well, there's an even more specific one called R slash Options where all they do is talk about options, oh. and it's really funny. Oh, okay. It's not intentionally for them. Right, right. I enjoy it. It's like people that think they know what they're talking about, and you're like, <laughs> That's literally <laughs> exactly idiot. it. The best ones are the ones that think they know what they're talking about, then you read it, and it's like so clearly wrong. Yeah. I love that stuff. That's great. Yeah, so. It's like you like have a superpower. 
And a secret superpower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't help him either. I yeah. just lurk. You just sit back and <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, I'm not going to bother. Yeah, yeah, commenting on Reddit is yeah. a fool's errand. You just got to hang out. I'm on Reddit all the time. I've posted maybe three things ever. Fuck Reddit. I had the number one post on all Reddit, and they took it down. What so, was it? When I had a story about meeting Blake Griffin, my favorite athlete, and he was so nice to At me. the New York Comedy Club? Yeah. yeah. Shots to New York Comedy Club. Yeah. And they were like, no, you can't have this. And I was like, what? It's such a cool, fun story. What was wrong with it? It was self-promotional. Uh, uh. But I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't link to any of my stuff. I just had like an experience about him being a super cool guy. Yeah. You can't write that on Reddit. I made the, first page, I made the fr- front page of Reddit. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Didn't get me anything. What, what did you make the front page of Reddit for? The stand-up shot. Oh, yuck. And that was great. It got like, like uh, 20,000 upvotes. Not that many. It got like probably 10,000. Probably like six thousand. <laughs> just so, go down. Is opt- so like I understand like traditional stocks like you're betting on the value of a company and it makes sense how shares are divided. When did options trading become a thing? Mm-hmm. So they've been around for a while. If you really want to know about the history of them, kind of what how they really started was at some point, you know businesses started giving their CEOs like all these compensation packages that weren't just stock and money. They gave them things called warrants or long-term stock options, which basically said, you know, you have this warrant for five or 10 years or whatever it is, and it gives you the right to buy the stock when it's a, you know, at this price. And it's usually above where the stock is trading now. And so they could hold it. And then if the stock went up in 10 years, that was just an incentive for, the, for them to get the stock to go up. They could then buy the stock at what was then when they exercised it a lower price. And people realized that that had a value, so they started kind of researching them. And then in 1973, the Chicago Board of Options Exchange opened. That was the very first options floor options exchange where people could trade them on a listed exchange. That opened in the 70s, and that's kind of when they really took off. Is that, that, is that kind of why Chicago still has an operating like trading floor? Yeah, it's one of three actual trading floors. Four, I think, actually. It's definitely the biggest one, and yeah, it's just kind of... They own the rights of certain options, so certain options are only single list on exchange. Oh, wow. They used to all only be single list, but then, like, there was a push, I don't know, probably as technology got better, just kind of list them everywhere, so, because then you could get better pricing and whatnot. Otherwise, right. you know, there might be comments of interest. Some are only still on the SIBO, um, which is the Chicago Board of Options Exchange. So, kind of because of that, and because of the most popular options, that floor still exists and does pretty well. Huh. Yeah. That's interesting. I didn't uh, realize that Chicago was such a. I don't know. When I hear stock market and all that, I think of Wall Street. I don't think I never thought of Chicago. But that's interesting that it started there. Did all the people that were started this were they just making money hand over fist because they were like the first people to really do it and do it well? I think so. I mean, that would just stand to reason, I suppose. Yeah. That's pretty cool. When did you first? Do you remember your first uh, successful option trade? Mm, no, no, I don't really. There's just so many of them you lose track. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Um. All right. Cool. I like that. Where did you go to school? You want? You don't have to tell us. I guess. If you uh, I went to U Chicago. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, it's a great school. Yeah. Nice. And like that's like first or second best school in the whole Midwest, isn't it? I mean, I would say first, but people might disagree. Northwestern Haters University disagree. of Chicago, maybe Michigan in there. Yeah, Washington maybe. There's a lot of good schools for sure, but yeah, U Chicago is a great school, so I I I had no complaints. So do they only do tra- do options trade only on the third Friday of the month? Is that a th- they expire on the third Friday of the month? Why is that? <laughs> uh, just convention. So it used to be again. All this has kind of changed nowadays in modern times. But originally, they only expired once a month. You know, you had the January options, the February options, and so on and so forth. They always expire on the third Friday. I don't know who said it. 
but that's just how it was. Okay. Yeah. So okay. those are still the most traded options, those. Huh. Okay, interesting. Um, and, and how far out can you buy options? Like, is, is there, there can you buy limit? a five-year option? Can you buy a 10-year option? Well, so if you look at, like, listed options, most of them on stocks go out to January of 22. And those lists, you know, they probably listed two or three months ago. So what's that, like two and a half years or something like that? And then, and that's just on exchange. You can trade over the counter theoretically if you find someone willing to do it with you. It's just a contract. We, we could have our own option contracts right now if we really Whoa. wanted. Whoa. Huh. And, and then we can set any parameters we want. We could say 100 years. Um, Let's do it. Wow. Can we do it? Can we set a 100-year option? Yeah, I'll we pass. can. If I live to be 133, I'll be the richest, <laughs> oldest man in the world. I'll do that. Yeah. Whoa. Um, Wow, and what, I didn't realize that. So oh, yeah. options become a thing in 1973. Was there like a big trade or like a certain company that became the poster child for options? In 1973, I don't know. Like the way I think about like the history of like the floor and like options trading back then, it was just all these like kind of small groups of smart guys who kind of did what they did. And then like later Pew became huge. You know, if you look at the big option market makers now the market makers are the ones that stream the quotes and value all the options themselves like there are a few like you might have heard of citadel like uh -huh. th they do a huge thing in the option business and that's uh, part of the reason why they're huge but um as far as like when it started i don't think any of them are around like those companies but maybe like their successors like are the ones that are big now okay yeah um what um what 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 determines is it shorter like the shorter the wait the more money or is it the longer you wait the more money because i feel like i've noticed that like you buy them further out mm -hmm. the payouts are different is that just time based or is that what is that what determines that yeah so options are kind of valued off a few things the one of the bigger ones is time right and just thinking from like just like you think about it just from a reasonable standpoint say you know you have a stock that's worth 100 bucks and you're buying a call to buy the option at 110 bucks, which means you're buying the right to buy for $110. And you're obviously only going to do that when the stock is at or above $110. Otherwise, you would just buy the stock itself on the right. exchange and let the option expire. The longer the time to expiration, the more probability that it's going to finish above 110. So because there's a higher probability, you have to kind of have to pay more because it's almost a more certain thing, if that makes sense. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. So, so what, that's kind of where that comes from. Are there multiple transactions built into making the money? So you have the option to buy something for 110. Mm -hmm. Does you cashing it in just go with your buying it for 110? Yeah. So it's called exercising. So you buy the option and that's just now you just have an option. Like you don't have anything really except a right to buy. And if you want to buy the stock for 110, you actually need to get the cash somehow then you buy the stock for 110 and then if the stock's at 120 you can like sell it and make instant money or you can hold the stock and just know you bought it for cheaper but yeah you, you need to actually you know you find the person who sold you the option and he has to sell it to you now for 110 in this case have people ever reneged on that or um that's the point of the exchange is that you can't renege yeah if you do try to renege um whatever trading firm you work for it will certainly fire you and then they'll have to do it and they'll be unhappy um, yeah, so, so the answer is no, you can't really. You better not do that with my 100-year option. I'm telling you right <laughs> now. Uh, you see, he already won one. Uh, he already got one lawsuit win. You don't know. Yeah, yeah I'm going to. I'm kind of scared of him at this point. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the king of bureaucracy over here. <laughs> um, and, like, it, do people – I know options, they expire, so they all become worthless at a certain point in time, just like all of us, really. But um, – yeah, I'm is, a, I'm a long option right now. Is that pretty common with hobbyist traders? What do you mean? Like they don't 
like your option expires on February 25th. Mm-hmm. If you have like a busy day at work, you forget to cash it in, it just becomes worthless. No. So what the exchange will do is that if it's in the money, um, it will automatically exercise it for you. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's kind of got that stop so built, built in, in just, yeah. just in case. Yeah. So you can't ever forget. Nice. Yeah. You can never forget. That's that. That is the ring of this neighborhood. The tagline of our podcast: Never forget. Yeah, we're we're recording in the financial district, ne- right next to Occupy Wall Street. Yep, where it all started. Did you, you know, know that? What? That's the the park. Uh, oh yeah, the bull is like right here, right? Pretty yeah. close. We're yeah. by the but bull. We're by Occupy Wall Street. They said that wa- Occupy Wall Street protesters had to clean up the park. But I don't think Zuccotti Park will ever be clean until they get that filthy Italian's name off it. <laughs> <laughs> Zuccotti Park is uh, it's, it's very strange. It's very concrete. It's like a concrete, and there's trees. It's fine. It's nice. The best part about Occupy Wall Street was like all of the signs were made with pizza boxes from that place, Steve's Pizza. So it was the best advertising yeah. in the world. It's like that truck. Did you see that tr- that, that truck? I think that guy sued somebody. But that truck that for that plumbing company that ended up over in ISIS's hands. <laughs> did, did you see? see that? The, did you see that? No, I told him. There's that. a picture that went viral of like a bunch of ISIS fighters in the back of a truck with a mounted machine gun, and it had like Frank's plumbing, and it had like <laughs> it was like from Philadelphia. <laughs> and the guy got super pissed and was like, "How the fuck did they get my truck over there?" How did he sue them? He sued ISIS. No, I think he sued the company that sold the truck or something. I don't know. He tried to. I don't know if he was successful. But so he I sued the U.S. government? I know. It's a big deal. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I know it's a huge deal. <laughs> you see where I went there? Yeah. So <laughs> there are all these different strategies for trading options. Like, what's the difference between a, a call, a put, and a straddle? Sure. So a call is the right to buy a stock um, at a given price on before a given day. So that means, you know, when you buy it, you want the stock to go up. Mm-hmm. So that's just dibs. That's what? It's just like dibs. What do you mean? You call dibs on it. Yeah, you're calling dibs of the stock at a certain price. Right? Yeah, it's like, hey, I'm coming to your Super Bowl, dibs on the first wing. Yeah. Right. And much. even if it goes up or down, you're like, I got dibs on this price, that's the price I'm getting it for. Yes, no matter what, you get it for that price. Okay. Um, you might not want to buy it at that price, again, if the stock's because lower. Because if it goes down, and you then you're like locked into paying higher. You, you don't have to do it, though. That's oh, why okay. it's called an option. Oh, so you, okay. you just, you're, you, oh, if okay. you, yeah. Yeah, if it's it, the stock is lower, you just ignore it, it's fine. Yeah, it just, you lost what you paid for it, that sucks. But you don't have to buy the stock above where it's trading. That, that, that's kind of the beauty of it. But if it's way higher than the kind of your dibs price, then you can buy it there and just kind of be very happy that you did it in Brad. And that's how you make a profit. Are there any yes. traders who like have great options and then they just don't exercise their options as a flex? You know, I've never seen it. I'd be curious. Why would I'm you sure do that, happened. though? Wouldn't you just be losing out of money? Yeah, but it, I'd imagine whoever you work for would be really mad. Yeah, why would you? I mean, if, that's insane. Let's say you're Warren Buffett. You're living in your shitty one-bedroom home in Nebraska or whatever. Eat and you're your just one like, McMuffin a day or whatever. Yeah, eats. you're like, I don't even need this. Yeah, I don't I, need my AMD option. I will tell you a, a related story. At the place where I used to work, when I used to work on the SIBO, um, we had a guy who made, jeez, oh, I don't know the exact amount, but I want to say it was at least seven, maybe in the eight figures, by oh. 10 a.m. Oh. By 10 a.m. He just had a really good day, oh. and he just left to go get his suit fitted. He oh. just left for the rest of the day. It's like, I'm just going to buy new suits right now. Oh. So what hell, a, yeah. that has happened. What a sure. dream. What, have, yeah. you, have you had days like that? Where I've left at 10 a.m. to get a suit fitted? And no, not yet. Wait, have okay. you had a huge day, though? Like a big we day we, we have go, had big days. Where you walk out, you're like, my dick's on the table. I'm out of here. Yeah, definitely. Oh. What's, nice. what's the most money you've made in a day? I don't know if I'm allowed to say. 
You don't. You have could to. say, "Well, we don't know your company. We don't know your name." Um, our desk once made over five in a day once. Ooh, and what? How? What was the party like afterwards? Um, dude, I went to bed. I was so <laughs> tired. Um, that sounds like. I mean, it's hard work. I it, it was actually the day after the Super Bowl where I only got one hour of sleep that night. Um, because I was in Philly. Damn, and that's... I had to come back to New York. But are you an Eagles guy? No, I just wanted to go for the party. Oh um, hell yeah. yeah! My was, my dude's a baller yeah, over it was, here. It was fun, dude. That's sick. Yeah. So I was so tired. I was like, "Look, this is great, but like, I need to go to bed." Wow. So I'm still thinking about this guy that made so much money. He was like, "I'm going to get a new couple new suits made," and they were just like, "Yeah, you've earned it. You can leave." No, he actually came back and got fired. What? Yeah, I, I was pretty shocked about that one too. What the hell? Yeah. He made him all that money and they fired him. They fired him. They fired him. They're like, "You can't just leave him another day like that." He's like, "But I made like ten million dollars or whatever." They're like. Yeah, but you left. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. He so clean, watch out. He had to clean out his desk while carrying like 40 suits. Because <laughs> <laughs> he definitely brought them back. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, so well, watch out. I guess that just goes to show you, though. It doesn't matter how much money you make. You're never bigger than the machine. Yeah, you know, that's that's a good part about never working an important job. Yeah. That's why I'll never make a ton of money. That's why. <laughs> no, not because I didn't go to college. Hey, we're up seventeen dollars since we recorded our last episode on Wednesday, so you're already there. That's yeah. You, you could leave ten minutes through this episode, and we'd be all right. <laughs> to get fitted for a new pair of pants. Yeah. No, uh, put the rest of the suit on hold. I'm just taking the pants today. Yeah. I I just need the corsage right now. Yeah. And so what we know what a call is. That's in layman's terms. That's a dibs. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So what's a put? So a put. Is the opposite. It's the right to sell at a given price. So it's kind of dibs on selling. Ah. Uh. What, what can you can you sell it if you don't own it? Yeah, it's called short selling. You're allowed to do that. Yeah, like if you had a Netflix stock right now and you had the option to sell it for three hundred, that'd be mm-hmm. a good option. Um, I'll be honest. I don't know where Netflix is. I think it's a, might. I think it's. I think it's gone down a little bit in anticipation of the Disney thing. Gotcha. So yeah, if it's like at two eighty or whatever, then and you have the right to sell at three hundred. You would just short sell it at three hundred, and then if you couldn't be short or whatever, um, you just buy it back for two eighty, and then you just made twenty bucks. So yeah, it's kind of just dibs on selling on the way down. Huh. Okay. So you can sell for more than it's worth. Which so you nice. make the margins. You make the difference between where it's worth now and the the strike price, as they call it, the the place where you can sell it at, where you made that agreement. Nice. Wow. And the last great. one that's a straddle. Um, aside from what Matt did to his Brazilian client yesterday, what is that? Nice. Allegedly. <laughs> A straddle is you buy a call and a put, actually. Oh. So to cover your bases. Yeah, you're just you're ready to go. So pretty much what you want to have in that case is just the stock to move a fuck ton. Like, so you buy it. You know, say you buy it where the stock is right now. If the stock goes way up, you exercise your call to make money. If it goes way down, you exercise your put to make money. What you don't want to happen is the stock not to move because then like you'll either exercise one and not make a lot, maybe not even exercise either. But you, the more that it moves from where the strike price is, the the dibs price, if you will. That's what you want. You just want it to move a lot. So you kind of work up to those, right? Like, You can. I mean, some people might just go right into it. As long as you understand what you're doing, uh, you know, I'd say do it. You don't need to like trade calls and trade puts before you can trade a straddle. So how? what are these situations that people get themselves in where they like lose more than they put in? Because from what, you've, what I've under, what it sounds like is it's like you're, you lose what you put in. For, so it's not like it's, it's super risky, obviously, but you're not going to put yourself in debt. I see people post... Stuff on like the Robinhood Reddit. Love that stuff. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah, that's great. Uh, I've posted a couple things on Wall Street bets that I've taken from Robinhood, and it's just funny to watch the Wall Street bets. People tear them apart. But 
I've seen these people where they're like, my portfolio went negative 40,000 and I don't understand. It's like, how did that happen? What did they do wrong mm-hmm. for that to happen? Well, basically, what I assume happened, and there's a lot of ways this can happen, is so we've only talked about buying options right now. If you don't own an option, you can just, you can just sell it. Like, again, this just, it's just a contract between two people at the end of the day. Uh-huh. So if I sell, you know, let's use this call for 110 example, I sell the right to buy a call at 110, and I'm going to do that because I don't think the call is going to go to, the stock is going to go to 110. So I'm just going to collect the money, get that nice premium, and just kind of spend it somewhere. So yeah. what, what is a premium on these things? It really is so variable, I can't even give you a number. Like, it could be, you know, because it depends on how volatile the stock is, how much it moves. It depends on how much time to expiration, as we've talked about. Uh, it depends on other things, other expectations. Um, so it, it really can vary. You can buy some options for a nickel. Some cost, you know, some options I've seen cost, you know, $50 or more. It just depends on the stock price. It depends on so many things. Can you buy options on Robinhood? I yeah, think so. Yeah, you can, definitely. yeah. That's yeah, why I bought so mine. I w- so just to go to the kind of next part, um, I was walking my dog this morning. I found $20 on the ground. Cool. Like, it was it was awesome. I don't <laughs> carry any cash, and now suddenly I've got, like, $30 cash. Ten, I, hey, I got him at a sandwich, sandwich from Subway, and he, he got me. Yeah. Nice. But um, <laughs> is there a – I want to buy an option right now. Is there – could you advise me? Can I – or should I just give you the trading app? Well, I can advise you first – what stocks do you like or dislike? Which ones do you think are going to go up or down? Our favorite stock right now is Ameren. It's a cholesterol medication that we think is doing well. We bought it for <clears throat> like fifteen oh two, and it is up to sixteen eighty five. Nice. Do you have a price target or anything like that, or you just think it's going to go up because you like it? Like, do you have any? Ideas I think it on could it? eventually get to sixty. I think it's going to get good FDA approval, and it could go up four times in value. So, if you look at so if you go to the option tickers, basically you need to decide two things. First, the strike and also the expiration. So if you buy a short date expiration, you're going to lose that right sooner, obviously. But it's always going to be cheaper. So like this says $18 strike price, 11.8 expire. And then it expires on Friday. Right. If it's below 18. So so I say, let's say if I, I buy this, I think it's going up to 18 by Friday. Sure. It says 33 cents. Sure. So yeah. that's how much it costs to buy. Yes. Okay. It's always times 100, though, so you're actually spending $33. You, you, you uh, all, it's always a multiple of 100. Oh, okay. So yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, you're not actually spending 33 cents. That's why I was But 33 wondering. bucks is still pretty cheap because you get 100 times leverage. So. Right. I don't think it's going to go up by 18 by Friday. <laughs> that's why it's so cheap. Yeah. Yeah. So, but then there's a, so that says high risk, and then there's medium risk, and, and some long term is some risk. Let's do a long term Ameren option. But this, I'm looking at it right now, it's 860. So that's. $8.60 yeah. for the 18 strike? For the 13 strike, that expires January 15th. And where's the stock now, you said? 1685 So the right to buy for 13 if you think about it, if the stock's at 1685 is already worth almost 4 bucks because if you bought it for 13 today and sold it, you'd get four free dollars, right? So that's kind of built in already. So what you want to look at is the price above that. So you said it was 860 So it's really... Worth four dollars of risk is what it is. Okay, so I'm confused though because if it's already sixteen and this is it's going up, but it's already past thirteen dollars. <laughs> yeah, that, that confuses me. Yeah, you, you can still buy the right to buy for cheaper. It's just you're gonna pay for that now, right? Because you know the stock's above it. Okay. Okay. Interesting. See, this seems like a this is already hard. I mean, this is hard. I feel like it's not gonna. Some re- there's so many options here: sixty-five cents, forty-seven cents, three eighty-eight, two twelve. 22, these are all, I don't see the stock going up that high in that amount of time. 
Because it only- might, and that's why it has value. Right. You know? And if you think it is, maybe it's good value. But if you don't, then you could just sell the option and say, I don't think it's going to go there. But that's higher risk. Because there's March 20th. Yeah. Okay. All right. I kind of get this a little bit. I mean, what's, what's the March 20th price? March 20th, $22 with, uh, is the strike price. It's $2.12. Best if you have a strong medium-term belief that Ameren will go up. Lower chance of profit, higher potential gains, lower potential losses. Yeah. So, but yeah, I guess I think you already answered this, but it's like, so how, with for the most part, you can't, you can only lose what you put in. If you buy. If, if look, you buy. You can actually just sell that option. Say you sell the, what, the 18 strike for 33 cents. Yeah. So what you did is you collected 33 cents times 100, so you collected 33 bucks. Say, like, there's some news tomorrow that, like, Warren Buffett just bought half of Ameren or whatever, and the stock's just up to 24 bucks. Well, now you sold something for 33 cents that's now worth six bucks. That's 20 times what you put in. Right. That's how people lose money. If you do that, if you sell 33 cents times, you know, what is equivalent to 100 bucks, then you just lost, what I say, 60 times that? Yeah. That's 6,000 bucks right there. So you, you, you collected 100 to lose 6,000. That's if you sold the option. It's upsetting. So be careful. Yeah. If, if you really don't think it's going to happen, go ahead. But you kind of never know. Right. Which is why, again, that has any value at all. Right. God. See, that's what scares me is the fact that I could be, I'm a slego to bed and I'm like, I did a good thing. And then I wake up and it's like, hey, you owe us eight grand. And I'm like, oh, what? What's this long-term high risk? A put credit spread where 58 cents, so that's like, what, $58? Because it's 100 times, yeah. So it's, look at this last one. Yeah, here. All right. I think that could be the good place to put the dog walking money. Long-term high risk. Okay. So I'll tell you the most that you can kind of gain here. So this is the 5-3 put spread that expires in Jan oh, January of 2021. Yeah. So what you're doing now is you're collecting 50. If you sell one of these, you're collecting 58 bucks. But if the stock goes to $3, you're going to lose 200 minus what, what uh, you collected, so 142. So, you know, and you you have that risk on for two years. But if it hits $3 at any point? um, On expiry. But, you know, if it's going down now, it's going to still pick up in value. Yes, it's going up. Uh, if your common is going up, then sure, fuck it. Why yeah. sell it? Yeah, that's a but, spirit. But th this is... You know, he asked, how do people lose, you know, three times, eight times? Is this exactly it? This is what this is how they do <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Because you're so confident, then, like, oh, it goes down. Yeah, that's like <laughs> that's like me in a, in a nutshell. Yeah. Well, can I give you my phone? Can I? Can you have $20? You have $20 to work with. Make a trade and tell us why you're making that trade. Sure. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be honest. It is a little tougher for me because I don't know this stock as well. But... I can try. It, basically, no with this stock, we're betting on American obesity. Yeah. So That's one of our big things is health. People are only going to get sicker. So right now, you're looking at spreads. Is there a way to look at outright options? Here we go. Buy call. So let's look at what call looks good. So the 17 call is $0.65. Cents. And I'll be honest, this 18 call for $0.33 cents isn't terrible. Um, let's look at this put, the put options, so the right to sell. He says stocks at 16.85. Let's see here. Hmm. The f this 15 half put for 30 cents seems pretty good. So that'd be 30 bucks. That means if the stock by Friday goes to 30 cents or low, or sorry, goes to 15 and a half dollars or lower, you're going to make money. And if we go another week out, let's see what they look like. 
Uh, let's see. No, that one quite as good. But in this situation, shouldn't we bet that it'll go up to vibe with our current stance? Uh, or this could be a hedge. Oh, okay. You, know, you have a current stance, and then if that goes wrong, at least this finishes well, so you don't actually lose as much money. It's my favorite stock. I want to go with it. I want right, so, to be all in. So we'll, on we'll buy a call then in that case. That'll be good. Yeah, and it's like it's kind of boosting our whole portfolio because we have a lot in like British banks. That's right. like Lloyd's we have Bank. To, we have to wait for that country to get fixed to of get course. our money. Yeah. So I would say the ones that look good are this. Hmm. So a call is up and a put is down. Correct. Th right. That's the way you want the stock to go in that case. Right. So this eighteen and a half dollar call. So eighteen dollar fifty cent call. For twenty one cents. I so usually have bucks. that when I collect call my brother in prison. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey Frank, how are you? How's it going? So if we buy this call for twenty one cents, which is really twenty one bucks, and the stock goes to twenty dollars by Friday, unlikely, but it could happen, you're gonna make um hundred fifty bucks. That's not bad. That's seven times your money. Yeah. You, know, you could lose twenty bucks, hey, it happens. But somebody lost twenty bucks this morning. You found yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They what's twenty bucks? <laughs> Do it. All right, let's do it. Pull the trigger, baby. All right, now how do we get the stock to go up? We got a fake heart attack. We got to all have to have heart attacks and <laughs> ask for this drug. Yeah, we ask, have to ask for it by name. You know, I hate to embarrass you, but you don't have enough money in your account. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's just buying power. My money's all in the market. No buying power. You don't have enough buying power. That was on me. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll deposit $19.20. Oh, boy. Well, this is embarrassing. <laughs> Hold my bread, the. <laughs> Does anyone want to give him a loan? I yeah, have, I have money. I'm good for it. I swear. I have a net worth of, I think, I think I have seventy-seven thousand dollars. My por personal portfolio yes. banged up, uh, like jumped up. Tesla, respect to Elon. How do you feel about Elon Musk? He's a bit of a psycho. Oh, totally. I'm not gonna lie to you. Oh, I, I yeah. agree. Very that's, smart guy. Don't that's why I like him though. He's I kind of like it. He's yeah. off Twitter now, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. We'll that oh, no. Yeah, that does suck. He was the meme king. Oh, I love that guy. Yeah. So, I think I, I bought it. I just don't see where it's showing up in my portfolio. Um, yeah, I Tesla's finally jumped app, up. So let me see. Maybe I can. I don't know. So do you, did you not. buy a bunch of, do you buy like MU and AMD? MU? No, I'm mostly invested in options on like the, the market itself. So like the the spy and spy all, and all that yeah. Stuff, yeah. I've been seeing a lot of people posting about buying spy puts and stuff like that. Yeah, so they think spy we're gonna have a market crash. Yeah, if you want to make money in a market crash, that's exactly what you need to do. So while everyone's like, look, I've talked to people who are like, September two thousand eight was the best week of my life, and you don't really hear that too often. Right? Yeah, so, that's a very yeah. That's it's a, a weird unique. brag, but look. Yeah, yeah. Um, but people are weeping over their losses, yeah. and you're like, like oh, oh, I'm really? doing okay. What's well, yeah. like when um a couple like what a year ago. I bought a bunch of uh, like volatility, mm -hmm. uh, like UVXY or some, some some shit like that. And I bought volatility like one week, and then the next week was like there was this huge, huge just crater. That was the day we made uh, the day I was talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was your great day? We don't, yeah, that was a good day. Yeah, there was like a, a year ago or whatever, it was a huge crater. Trump said some crazy shit. A bunch of shit happened, and my volatility just shot up, and I sold. That's the, still the biggest personal gain I've made since I started trading stocks. See, th that's what options can do. Like that's that's the thing. Like you can make ten x your money. You can make twenty x your money. Yeah. You can also lose all of your money. Yeah. And that's kind of where the you know the calculation lies. Yeah, it's the scariest thing, man. I don't I'm, mind losing money, but I don't want to owe money. That's I'm a, I'm a slow and steady investor. Like I buy companies that I like. I want to sit on them. I know you're supposed to take your funds out at the end of every day, but I've steadily built wealth. And my question to you is, am I a pussy? Maybe. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got no nuts on me. Doesn't mean it's not prudent. If yeah, you will, but but prudent like, is pussy. He's like generally yes. Like the the prudent move is to buy a house, gain equity, buy a second house. Sure, that's the pussy route. Yeah, look, it's a very calm and I don't want to say guaranteed, but it's safe. as much guaranteed and safe as you can get. Um, options are not that. Mm-hmm. Options are for people who are a little psycho. Yeah, sometimes. they're like. If I had my gambling problem and I didn't like sports, option would be good for me. Oh, yeah, it's 100% gambling. Yeah, do you gamble normally? Um, I go to casinos sometimes. Sick. What's your game? Uh, I like to play poker. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're, we're, yeah. we're big poker yeah, heads. My girlfriend poker. loves it, which is, like, amazing. Nice. Yeah. Having a girl who, like, makes you play poker once a week is unbelievable. Lose, like, 800 bucks. Love it. No. <laughs> I, I've, I'm, I finished third place in every tournament we have. I'm always one. Out of three? I'm, I'm always yeah. Nice. Right, so we bad. we get a full table, so I get I always finish third out of tenth. Oh, that's not bad. I'm always right outside the money. Yeah. Usually. I'm either first out or towards the end. I prefer cash games. That's what we do. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, well, I mean like non-tournament style. I mean. Ah. Uh, yeah. Oh right. Yeah. Where you can cash in and cash out. Right. Tournament's fun though too. Yeah. Yeah, because we just do it with our friends. Man, there was a crazy like robbery of a of a Brooklyn card game like seven people died no one reported recently it at all. yeah it was in, within the last month huh seven people were gunned down in ground heights in like the robbery of a card game huh. you there i did uh, it i mean what i uh, was in and out real quick but i did pretty well yeah uh you all better fold <laughs> <laughs> fold your <laughs> that's the number one way to rob a card game yeah do you ever see the movie uh killing him softly no have you seen that movie i have not it's good i think i think not Brad Pitt. It's good. It's about robbing a card game. Oh, sick. Yeah, That's it's cool. Fun. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. It's an awesome movie. Are you more of a billions or succession guy? I don't watch either, to be honest. With Dang. You. I thought everyone He's too busy making him. money. We're out there pretending. No, I, look. I think succession is new, and I've actually heard really good things. But I think I feel like people in billions, if like you actually do do something even remotely similar, you just kind of make fun of the show. Because like it's not at all how life really is, it's, right? It's right. kind of like how we're comedians. We I hate every show about comedy. Right, exactly. Like, Pete oh, Holmes yeah, crashing, like sense. it's just completely getting all like some basic things wrong. Just kind of because it's fun. Just and, like it's fun, but like right. it's just not real. Just enough to take you out of it. Yeah. Um. Well, do you have any? Let's see. I got some. We have any more questions here? I'm having a good time talking to you, but I think we got to wrap up soon. Sure. I'm looking. Yeah, if you have any more, I'm happy to. Hey, yeah, we'd answer. be happy to have you back on. Cause, like, to be honest, I understand 25 percent of the shit you're telling me. That's more than most. So look. That's yeah, like I, I do spent like good. three hours trying to figure it out, but you have that little like draw. as like, man, this guy's worth something. What, how do you guys celebrate a win on Wall Street? Is it like as decadent as I would expect? No, that's just kind of paired back. Um, I'm not. It's not to say people don't go and spend stupid amounts of money on stupid things, but like the ideas that you have, like. You know, I hate to even bring up the movie Wolf of Wall Street, but shit like that, that stuff doesn't really, I mean, maybe somewhere. But at least in the world that I'm in, you don't quite see things quite like that. How You'll see you... nice dinners and all that stuff. Right. What's the stupidest thing you've spent money on? The stupidest thing that I've spent money on? Oh, jeez, I don't even know. You're prudent. That's a pussy. I'm, you can't be doing that. That's you, a good point. I learned that from you. That's a, that's a very <laughs> good You know what? That's going to come to me right after this podcast. I would say, like, clothes like i just spend too much money on like buying new shit all the time like do i really need like a 33rd shirt for work that's also blue no <laughs> but i'm gonna i'm gonna buy it's a it. different shade of blue <laughs> yeah and it's got smaller stripes <laughs> yeah these are thinner. <laughs> yeah <laughs> everyone wears blue pinstripe shirts huh you have to wear blue why is that y- you just have to i don't know everyone does it i mean i do no work- white 
white is like acceptable. Um, sometimes like I'll wear red to try to be different, and I get comments. They're like, yeah. Oh, nice shirt. Yeah. And nice like, red right, shirt, fuck bitch. Fuck me then. Yeah. Um, I work in Midtown, and I see a lot of like I like see packs of dudes walking all. They all have the oh, same the Midtown uniform. Yeah. Oh yeah, big time. They've all yeah. got the same colored shit on. They're all walking in the same pack. It's like literally walking, watching a herd of people. Just walk together. And it is a herd. We're going to get s- go to that salad, salads R S. I love fourteen dollars salads. Oh they yeah, they taste better than ten dollars. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> sweet green changed salads. the world. Yeah, do you have a reusable bowl? No, nah, I'm not good enough for yeah, you. Yeah. Oh, no okay, way. I should. You should, man. I should. I get a I get a twenty percent discount at my at my coffee shop in my building. I'm a G like that for okay. using a re- reusable cup. See, that's just smart. But then you have to clean the cup. Oh uh, no, they clean it when I give it to them. They just rinse oh, it out. And if it's, a, if it's the same thing every morning, it's like it's not gonna get that dirty. Like a cup of coffee. Yeah, a little, yeah. little oat milk, a little espresso. Oh, you live in Brooklyn? Yeah. <laughs> Where do you? <laughs> Damn, Man, this, this guy's guy a genius. I, I mentioned oat milk. And and you live in. He just sits <laughs> back very and snipes. Quiet. Man, I got roast battle on on Monday. You got to prepare me for it. What's he, roast battle? Oh, I'm a competitive roaster. I'm like oh, roast battle. Oh. Ro- roast battle. Yeah, like roast battle. Two yeah. comics. They oh, tra- fun. They trade dirt on each other, and like you go up in front of a crowd and you do your joke. It's like a rap battle with insults. How like is there like any topic that's off limits? Oh no, not for me. Sometimes people will ask it, but I'm I'm like my jokes are the worst. Like, Joel, Joel, yeah, Joel. Uh, he's one of the best roasters, and he goes for anything. Anything I like that. But this guy, I've, I not a pussy move. I no, I have no. this guy Monday, and I genuinely feel bad for him. Like I don't think he has many friends, so like definitely go after that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> his well, he's Arabic, so it's like you know, unlike his family, he's he's not at all like a terrorist. He'll, he's never been wanted. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's lost three hundred pounds. Uh, congratulations on losing everything but your virginity. Who's the uh, richest person you've ever met? Um. You know, people don't really say their net worth. But you can tell. Um, Come on. You know when you meet people, you're like, this so guy. You the can, guy. Some people have rich handshakes. So I, I've, I know I've passed by the guy who, because I work in Midtown and so does he, um, Ken Langone, who you might have heard of because NYU Langone. Oh. The CEO of Home Depot. I know I've walked by him before. I'm like, oh, this guy's worth a lot of money. Yeah. I bet that dude's house is sick. Yeah. I I, I, <laughs> I know. I've never bro- spoken to him for the record. I don't, I don't know him at all, but I've. Literally cross paths. Wow, that's yeah. cool. I don't know who the richest person I've ever met is. I mean, I've been close to one of the Rockefellers before. That was pretty cool. Not bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. David Rockefeller before he died. I was like, hey, that's that's. I knew who you are, and he was like, I'm 101. I'm gonna die, and then he did. Happens to the best of us. Yeah, I know a billionaire. Who's your billion? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Joel. I, I, I my Joel girl- plays tennis and basketball, and on my girlfriend's courts. uncle is like. One of the most successful people in the, in the Northeast. So we go up to their place. We get to sit courtside at their to see their basketball team. It is the life. That's awesome. Yeah, so I'm really just doing this entire podcast so I can impress them. I'm like, oh, have- this guy knows what's up. Trophy what, husband, nice. What kind of financial goals do you have for like now, the future or near future? Do you have any financial goals? I mean, not specifically. It's just like I want to be able to live comfortably and not like think about expenses too much like i want to pay off the rest of my student loans and things yeah like that. but that's a big is it, that's amazing to hear like even you have your student oh, i have loan. a ton of student loans yes it's not fun well it's like my sister's in law school and she's, she's like even more yeah yeah terrible. she's i mean already shouts to tiffany yeah. working hard yeah. getting that diploma that's right 
She's gonna be making three hundred dollars an hour while while we while I sue your ass, Joel. <laughs> I'm gonna win our lawsuit. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I think we're coming up on time. This has been fun. We should definitely have. If you'd like to come back, you're more than welcome to. Yeah, happy to. Um, yeah. This was great. Do you have anything you'd like to? Uh, anything else before we go, Joel? Um, what's up, Xavier? I'm, I'm I, good. I just want to plug. I am doing the Roastmasters tournament as part of the New York Comedy Festival at the Stand Monday and. Uh, if I win on Tuesday, <laughs> uh, we're so humble. If you win, you gonna win, man. I, yeah, I'm like, I'll probably win. Yeah, you're gonna. But win. I do bad in the tournaments. The tournaments are wonky, and the judging is usually pretty bad. So whatever, we'll see. Uh, I'm gonna be in uh, Philadelphia in uh, a couple of weeks, uh, November 14th and 15th. Uh, Allentown, Pennsylvania. If you're in Allentown, Pennsylvania, Sleepy Cat Winery. Hoo-ah. I'm doing a show there at Eminem Vineyards in Banger on November 15th. So uh, if you're in any of those places in Pennsylvania, come see me. Do a, do a set. I'll be doing probably 30, 35 minutes of material. It'll wow. be great. How are you going to come up with the other 30? Hey, that's great. Look at you. Uh, already in roast mode. The joke is that Matt's a bad comic. What, yeah. do, you, what do you think about this, this roast? Uh, he's just like Jeffrey Epstein, an unknown rich guy who turns out to be a terrible hang. <laughs> Because it's because he's not doesn't have many friends. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else? I, I think we got this it. subway, but I want to eat more. Yeah. I don't want to eat. I don't want to eat this half a sandwich. I want, do you want to get some curry? Sure. Cool. All right. Um, follow us on Instagram at homemybread@gmail.com. Email us homemybread. Um, and also follow women home from the subway just to make sure they get home safely. They <laughs> love it. They always appreciate it. Yeah, and when they look at you, give them a thumbs up to know you're not crazy. Um, don't. That's terrible advice. Don't do that. It's good advice. Do that, especially if you're like me, over six feet tall and menacing in silhouette. Yeah, if you've shaved your head recently. Women love a shaved head. Dude, I've gotten so many comments on the shaved head. I have a beautiful head. Yeah, it's nicely shaped. Yeah, but I, I you, look better than Madigan. <laughs> no, that's not true. What? I have beautiful locks. Hey, write in to tell us uh, who you think looks better, me or Matt, and uh, hopefully we'll get a lawsuit. I posted it. our uh, Halloween costumes on our Instagram page. On the Hold My Bread page. Great. M mine got more likes than yours. <laughs> we're followed by your family. <laughs> um, that's it. Thank you for... Uh, do you have anything you would like to plug? No, no plugs for me. I'm good. He he's works he's anonymous. He <laughs> <laughs> thanks. Well, just thanks. follow my Instagram. Xavier. I'm not going to tell you the handle, though. Yeah, just but follow it. Yeah, please. Uh, thank you for listening. Tell your friends. Tell your wife. Tell your husband. Share the, share the news. Um, thanks for listening. Good night. Bye. <laughs>